When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here we go. There's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Pat. Featuring Mile High Reports, Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, mother. Oh, mother. Ah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos. I am Jeff Place, joined, as always, by Mike DeSico. The Denver Broncos fell on Sunday to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, 10 to 17? 17 to 10? Uh, they lost. They lost uh, again. Um, yeah. Surprise. Doesn't matter how you say it. If you say it seventeen to ten or ten to seventeen, uh, they both you, make me cry. They, it's sad. They lost again. It, you know, is it sad or are you just numb to all this now? Because you know, the only thing worse than anger is apathy, and I think a lot of the fan base is not done caring, but just apathetic about it. And I, I would say I'm uh, crapathetic. I'm tired of the huh. crap. Uh, it's every week. It's like ah, they can't score. They got ten yeah. points in the second quarter on Sunday, and um, and that was it. But Pull the plug. Like, They're done. So you you want you want four quarters of football? No, you get mm, maybe half of one. Yeah, I mean it's hard to be angry when what happened was exactly what you expected to happen. So I, it's hard to be disappointed when you got exactly what you expected. The people who thought, oh, we scored twenty one points against Jacksonville. 
problem solved. That's that was just ridiculous from the get-go. Yesterday proved it was right. This is a team unworthy of your faith and your belief. Still gonna watch every game, still gonna cheer, but I, I don't believe that they are gonna fix this before the season is out. There is not a playoff run anywhere in this team. Which no. is sad because the defense is amazing. It's so good. And I saw a tweet that if if we had just scored eighteen, 18 points, points. Yeah, eight we and one. Eight and one. But we can't score eighteen points. And eighteen points. My God, you should be able to do that by accident, you know? Oh, look, a missed tackle. We scored a touchdown. Maybe we shouldn't have. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater averaged more than 18 points a game last year. And I just, there's no more like hidden meaning to find. They're just a bad football team with bad players across the board on offense. Somebody said, you know, we got that first round draft pick and you just need to take the best available offensive player, regardless of position. There's not a single position that we don't need better talent at. And so it's so Frustrating as hell. It's frustrating, and what frustrates me the most is there's like, what, seven games left? And I know I'm going to watch every single play of every single game, and sometimes I stop and wonder, like, why do you do this to yourself? You know it's going to be bad. You know it's going to hurt, but we do it anyway. 28 quarters left, and we're going to watch all of them. And they probably score three touchdowns in those 28 quarters, maybe. Uh... Not in the third quarter. We're like, score, what, 12, 14 points in the third quarter all season long? We're at something like 130 points all season. like Which is the second worst all time for the Broncos. Second only to the 1966 season, which yes, it I is. mean, I, who doesn't remember the 1966 season? Oh, like it was yesterday. I, I just got to say this uh, Floyd Little is not coming through that door, guys, next year. It's not happening. 1966 had a silver lining in that 1977, the Denver Broncos got Floyd Little Hall of Famer, but I don't think, I don't think Floyd Little is coming through that door. Nope. I don't know. Is there? Let's so let's say we're picking number twenty, twenty in the draft. They come up to the Broncos' turn on offense. You have to pick the best available offensive player. What if that best available offensive player is a quarterback? Oh yeah, yeah. You got Take it. it. Yeah, of course. I, there's is nothing in this season. I mean, just because you're paying two hundred fifty million dollars for a guy doesn't mean you have to play him. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> It should. I mean, I don't know. You had uh, Aaron Rodgers sitting behind uh, Brett Favre for like three years. so Which is the outlier because you also had Brock Osweiler sitting behind uh, Peyton Manning for four or five years. That didn't do any good. Him well, Brock, Brock had an opportunity for a future and he chose he chose uh, some, the Texas. alternative. Yeah, yeah. And he chose pouty pants and, and it uh, yeah. cost him big time. So I, I don't buy the, you know, sit behind the veteran and learn. He'll mentor you. Uh, you learn by playing, and so I don't know. Aaron Rodgers to me was the outlier on that one. So I don't know. It's I can't believe it's November and we're just not even Thanksgiving, and we're discussing what do we do in the draft? Quarterback? So, I don't know. Quarterback controversy? <laughs> uh, you know, Joe Montana had Steve Young back there too, and football fans, we all love to you know point our fingers at like the anomalies and be like, see, see, that is the, that is the rule and not the exception to the rule. I'll point you to one that the Broncos drafted Tommy Maddox. Yes, and he was a starter for the Steelers. There you go. And the one time he got his chance to start for the Broncos, I think he alternated plays with Sean Moore. Remember that game? I don't. Dan Reeves, uh, or was it was a Shanahan at that time, but they alternated they plays. They didn't like alternate series, plays. Each play, a new quarterback ran into the field with uh, Tommy Maddox and Sean Moore. It was one of the great football games of all time. Like, that has to be that has to be Dan Reeves because uh, Shanahan would never have done that. And, and, it was, like it was amazing. What's amazing is that Dan Reeves played on on the team 
that showed that you can't do that. Like Craig Morton, former Denver Bronco and Ring of Famer, and mm -hmm. uh, Roger Staubach actually split snaps. Like they, yeah. they would do that. Yeah. They would shuttle in and out. Um, and it was proven that that was like the worst possible thing you could do uh, to develop your quarterback. And that's you how Roger sure. Staubach. Yeah, exactly. So I'm surprised that that that's, that was actually a thing. But that, that see, there's a little bit of Bronco knowledge. See, see, there are diamonds in the rough when you listen to something something Broncos. It's not yes, all doom and gloom and and awfulness. No, you get to hear about Craig Morton and Floyd Little and, Sean and Roger Staubach and Sean Moore, whoever that is. I don't even know who that is. It was the uh, like what, seventh round, seventh round draft pick. I want to say out of uh, University of Virginia, like 1991. Yeah, well, you got to give him a shot. I mean, you, you know, you've got we Tommy Maddox. <laughs> but, got... So let's go back to this game. We dominated Derrick Henry, which almost nobody does. 50-something yards. 55 yards, and all we needed to do was put up, again, 18 points. The bar is so low that they can't even get to it. And we've had the conversation a lot about, was it Russ's fault? Was it Hackett's fault? And this week, they might get the the pass and the injuries. We had our third string left tackle, our third string center, our third string right tackle. Judy was out. Our starting running back was out. Tim Patrick is still out. Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. I mean, but it's like Russ was dropping back to pass. And before he even gets set up, the pass rush was already through. And not saying he would have done something wonderful given the time, but the injuries to me were the main factor why the offense did what it did. Today. Do you, do you see what just happened? Do you see what happened, Mike? While you were Tell listing, me. while you were listing all the offensive injuries, I just kind of like I stopped kind of paying attention. I was just like, like, cause there's so many that mm -hmm. I just assumed that we were talking about all injuries and you were like, yeah. no, this is the offense. And I'm like, Justin Simmons. Cause it's like, that uh, we're, yes, why not why not get into the do. defense a little bit uh yeah. it's uh it happens you know it, it the injuries are so numerous that like you, you people start to list them and you just immediately like you go to a happy place you just forget uh you know where you are who you are what you're doing it's it's uh, it's awful it's just awful and at what point do you say man that's bad breaks because this is like we're a third year in a row we've been in the top three in games lost due to injuries and at some point you look at the training staff Hackett's not responsible for the previous two years but this year the relatively cupcake training camp and not playing in the starters during uh, preseason and now all of a sudden there's hamstring pulls and shoulder soreness and all this stuff at what point is it just bad luck and this is a poorly managed and poorly trained franchise it's not bad luck it's it, it's it is it's poorly trained like uh, I, I made the joke yesterday that stretching is now apparently optional because everybody is hurt. Everybody has pulled something. You want to talk about a guy who is a sure thing to be let go at the end of the season. Lauren Landau has done himself no favors with the health of this team this year and in previous years. So yeah. it's it's not going to go well for him, but it's probably good for the long-term health of the franchise because... I, how does this happen? How does everybody get hurt like that? How do you come out of a bye week more injured than a regular week? Yeah, it's crazy. Like one year, it's a fluke. Three years now, it's it's a trend. And, you know, speaking of trends, I mean, I saw our special teams is ranked 23rd in the league, which is an improvement, but not what we hope to have happen. So let's, uh, so let's take some scoring for the special teams. Not good. Not good at all. One thing about our defense that is kind of amazing, kind of, is that they're very, very good, and yet they aren't getting the number of turnovers that um, could 
I don't know. They are getting turnovers. They're just not scoring on turnovers, which makes it seem like they're not getting That's been an issue for the last several years, hasn't it? Yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, well, I don't know. That's So we're keeping them out of the end zone for the most part. I mean, they scored two touchdowns yesterday, which 17 points. That's a game you win. Your defense gives up 17 points, you win that game. And one of them was on a little trick play. It happens. Again, I think I said this after like, what, week four or five, something. How does a defense not go into the locker room and want to punch every offensive player in the nose? How do they control themselves when they have a microphone in front of their face and not say, we're doing our part? The amount of restraint shown by that defense is probably more impressive than anything they've done on the field. I don't disagree. Well, of course not. I'm right. You're uh, I would like to say you're right. Do it. Go ahead. I like it. I like when I hear when people no, I say did, it. No, I would like to say it. But, but you can't. I understand. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? It could be worse. We could be the Raiders. Oh, everyone's picking on Derek Carr because he got a little emotional in his press conference. And it's like, I mean, of all the things to pick on the Raiders about, like, I mean, I would cry too if I was the quarterback of the... Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, right yeah. There, so. I mean, Josh McDaniels is right there. If you want to pick on somebody, he's right there. Well, he said he loves him. And so, I, you know, I find that hard to believe. Everybody here, they, they were lining up to uh, crap all over him once he left. So. Well, I mean, McDaniels lost to Jeff Saturday which is probably worse than anything the Broncos have done all year, right? That is pretty bad. Yeah, it's it's great, actually. I mean, it's so it's so awesome. Like, we are not the tragedy of the AFC West. I mean, it is pretty sad. It is, it is awful. It is not watchable. But at least we're not Las Vegas Raiders. Butch, who? Ah, ah, we played them this week. It's Raider week. Oh. Who's excited for Raider week? Eh. Eh. Here's the thing. We're not the tragedy of the AFC West. But if we lose to them this week... It could be the yeah. biggest joke in the league. This is one of those, like, you know, we talked earlier in the year about, you know, is this a must win game because whatever, almost for like the fan base, the psyche, all of that in a weird way, this is kind of a must win game, isn't it? Where if you lose to that hot mess, you, you think this franchise can't go lower. That's lower. I mean, how that's bad about as low as it gets. Yeah. How actually, bad will it be if they lose to this team? They must have to win, right? They do. If Hackett loses. I mean, at home, at home at against home. Josh McDaniels. Yeah, they almost yeah. have to make that move. It's, and then the question is, at what point you can see? You, you mentioned earlier, just because you're paying him $250 million doesn't mean you have to play him. If they I'm lose at home to the Raiders, at what point do you, do you this rust just. Does he have a free pass through the entire year? Do you bench him? Is that well, a conversation? You, not, not this year. No, this is how this, I, I, this is how it plays out. We've talked about this. It's for whatever reason, Russell Wilson gets a pass this year because he is new, and there was a new coach, and clearly the new coach has issues. He couldn't manage the game, and the offensive play calling is terrible. And oh, now his line is is really banged up, and so uh, the, unfortunately. We're gonna. He's gonna get a pass for the rest of this year, and then okay. and then next year they're gonna bring in someone with a with a more stout pedigree. They're gonna go John Fox style. Like it's gonna be someone who can lead this team, who is not a young, like incompetent doofus. It's gonna be someone like, who can like shepherd. But no, 
Now, he was also a first-time coach. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be someone with coaching experience. It's going to be uh, it's going to be Pat Shermer. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes, come on, man. No, no, I'm just going to say it. it's got, you got to. This is like the John Fox get right thing. Like, I mean, hell, maybe it's gonna, maybe it is going to be John Fox. <laughs> well, I, I think it was Andrew Mason on Twitter because it was you know smart. He probably said it. You can't hire coaches in the first job because they almost never work out. They need to go somewhere make those mistakes and then you catch them on the rebound when they know what they're doing and i think with vance joseph and vic and nathaniel sometimes you know you need to just go like you said with the get right coach the person who's learned from their mistakes josh mcdaniels didn't learn so it's not always it's not infallible but i agree with you 100 you gotta you can't go with the young hotshot offensive coordinator it doesn't always work it's working in miami for now i mean remember very it was working out for a while. Everybody yeah. was like, "Oh my god, it's amazing in Arizona." And now it, he Amen. is he is in deep deep doo doo. Like, yeah, it's not working for him. You know, you need you need someone who can have that consistent hand. You may not win all your games, but at least you're competitive. You know, you're not embarrassing. You're you not want. you're not spilling food down the front of your shirt every opportunity yeah. you get. Like, I mean, the Broncos have technically been competitive. We haven't been blown out. But there was never really any hope. Did anybody think we were going to score the touchdown in the last drive? I no. mean, like, really? No. No. I mean, we already had 10 points. Like, what What more do you want? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more really than nine. It's fault for giving up more than nine points. <laughs> they should be ashamed. They should. I, if it was me, I think you have to consider, like, setting down people like Sertan and Kareem Jackson, and stuff like that, because they're not getting the job done. They gave up more than nine points. <laughs> You can't have that. You got to send a message. You got to. Or are you going to lose the locker room? <laughs> so Raiders, um, you think you can actually win? I mean, it's a game we should win, but there's a lot of games that we should have won. I don't know. Do you, like in your heart of hearts, do you think they can go in and win this game? Here's here's what I think is going to happen. This is going to be a barn burner. Six to three, the Broncos are going to win. It's going to be that unwatchable and painful. Uh, this this storied AFC West rivalry will come down to field goal kickers. You, you know Only by the grace of Brandon McManus's golden toe will the Denver Broncos <laughs> come out on top. You know what's almost as bad as watching the Broncos offense is listening to the announcers be like, we've got a good one here today. You know, a, <laughs> it's a one-score game here. It's like, And I was watching it with my kid, and he's like, why is he saying it's a good game? It's awful. I'm like because he wants people to stay watching the game. And I can imagine being one of those announcers and having to like sell this game. It's like don't don't turn away. You don't want to miss this one. Don't touch that dial. Yeah, <laughs> good lord. Whoa. It's just painful to like watch them because you know they just hate themselves for having to say that because they don't believe it, and nor should they. That's why you appreciate Al Michaels even more because he doesn't give a damn anymore. He'll just say what's on his mind. I think James Lofton was uh, doing some Christmas shopping during <laughs> during the game, like the rest of he, us. He's so he's he's so bad. He's so he talked to everybody down on the field today before the game. All right, he's just he was awful. But like I tweeted, when you're the worst team in the league, you get the worst announcers in the league. So we can't complain. We made our own bet. Ah, James Lofton's okay. It's he's it's awful. No, it's he's terrible. I would. I'll tell you this. I would rather have him over Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Any day of the I, week, for real. I, okay, I like those two. I think they call a good game. I get that they're like the popular group think Twitter punching bag. No, but no, they're, they 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 call a good game. They're bland. It's they're 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 a bland and bland with nothing on it. To quote the Clamato commercial. 
Gotcha. Uh, remember that? Remember that old commercial? No, I do not. Uh, I was too busy watching the Broncos 1966 uh, season highlights. Oh. Pain information for this podcast. Oh. So I don't watch your bourgeois Clamato commercials. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to go on YouTube and, and dig up the 66 Broncos yearbook. That's going to be... Oh, yeah, it's great. great viewing. Like it like, into 4K. It's beautiful. It's I'm going to see if I, we can get uh, James Lofton to, you know, narrate it again for us. Speak <laughs> English language. All right. Well, what do you think? What do you think the uh, the Raider score will be? I'm gonna go 10-6 Raiders. Um, I I have I have no faith, and until they give me a reason to believe, and beating Jacksonville two weeks ago was not reason. To me, reason to believe would be, hey, we showed a competent game plan that we executed well for like two, three, four weeks in a row. Uh, until then... No one dropped balls like uh, yeah. Melvin Gordon or, or Cortland Sutton or... or you know, Cortland had that terrible drop, but then he turned it around. He was really he, he good. Had a, he had that awesome catch. That and cool. my preseason darling that I was beating the table for, Jalen Virgil. Yes, the 66-yard touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, Kendall Hinton did well, and so as usual, as soon as we see some flashes from a player, Jalen Virgil, sixty-six yard touchdown. Sorry, Jalen, that's it for you. Yeah, that's they don't. Throw it not to going me. back to you, bud. Um, I don't. Know, I say ten six, but uh, you know, I guess if we want to be positive, other highlights. You know, Latavius Murray had some good moments. Kendall Hinton had some good moments. Uh, that's about it, right? And there were good yeah. moments. I mean, they weren't like a great game, but they had some good moments. That's something that you're like, hey, look at that. That was cool. And then they'd run into Melvin Gordon for a three-yard <laughs> loss again. And punt. Punt, 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 yeah. punt, punt, punt. Punt, 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 Game-ending interception. Yeah. And I just want to do one of these where we're like, don't have to apologize or make excuses or say how frustrated we are. Even after they won, it was still like, yeah, they won, but it wasn't very pretty. I mean, is it too much to ask us for one game where you're like, that was great. That was awesome. That's I mean, that's all. At this point, I would just take one game. Yeah. That'll be good. That's enough. They've kicked you in the teeth so many times that you don't They've been need... kicking you in the teeth? Lucky. Ugh. Well, I wanted to say balls. We can't say balls on a podcast. No. 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 Do not kick Jess in the gesticles. In the gesticles? Yeah. Did you say do the that. gesticles? Don't put... Don't do that. Wait, wait. Have you named them the gesticles? I've not named them that. Other people have taken liberty with my name. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah. uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, the legend. Yeah, no, I get it. My last name people have made fun with the, during uh, elementary school. is a rough time. It's rough right. time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did I say 10-6 is my prediction? Yes. Yeah, sure. I'm going to go change it to 13-10. The Broncos do get one touchdown because even Are the blind crazy? That's 10 point. points. That's like 13, 10. impossible. Dude, we just scored 10. And I say we, like I want to be lumped in with that crap. Is there going to be eight quarters of football on Sunday? It'll feel like it. It'll it'll feel Uh, like it. I'm going to be there Sunday watching the game, just getting punched in the gesticles again, and it's going to be great. Well, you've been listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Mike DeSico. Uh Mike has already fled the room, uh, left his chair. The door is open. I think he's gone. He's out. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Mile High Report or at Mike DeSico or at Jezru uh, for all of your uh, Jessica-related news and information. Sir, a lot yeah. of fun stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, pot pie. Pot pie. That's right. No. No. <laughs>